You guys can hear me? Yeah. Yes. I right. just started recording right away because I just oh, don't you did? like my... I just, yeah, I did. It's okay. We can keep in out. some of this stuff in okay. and out, you know. I'm just waiting. So, for where's Ibrahim? He's here. Uh, hello. You, you made sure to send him that link. I did send him that we link. We can't see your video. And you know, I it's it's cool because I have the power to decline anybody. Yo, guys, uh, real talk. Should I shave my here. beard? It's starting to get kind of. No, you I like it. I like it, man. I like it, bro. Like yeah. it's at a no. point where it's like going this way. Oh, perfect. It looks good though. Okay, you look good. You look good. I don't know. I was just I was just watching our old uh, our last one, and I look goofy as hell. So I'm like, should I shave this thing off? No, I mean you look goofy <laughs> with or without one, but like I like oh. it with a beard. I mean, thank you for the honesty. You know, like, I'm just, but it's like out of like a goofiness, like out of love. Like it's not like a bad goofiness. You know, I look goofy. <laughs> Tell me more. See? Tell me more. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna send it, or do we need to say us uh, uh, talk about that? Then you, the AFC. You, you want to try this? Again? <laughs> try that again. Do it. Sixty seconds. <laughs> do we need to talk about? Do we need to talk about anything in regards to the AFC episode? I mean, no. Just oh, just do what we need to do. Are they gonna are trade gonna, Josh? Are they gonna are trade gonna, Josh Allen now? What's going on? Yeah, they're gonna cut him. Actually, I don't see a universe where Josh Allen comes back to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised about everybody after they lose every loss. You know, know, the Warriors lost and I just don't see Steph's future being in Golden State anymore. Yeah, they're going to trade him for a pack of peanuts. Yeah, for real. God. All right. uh, I'm just going to let this ride out to the end. And then um, that's what she's going to send us another. Hey, are you going to edit it tonight or what? Yeah, I'll edit it. Let's go. Edit it tonight. My wife was asking, what's a bill? And I was like, honestly, I think it's a baby buffalo. Is that right, guys? Actually, yeah. Zaynab asked the same thing. I, I think it's a nickname. Bison. No, I, I, I legitimately think it's a, bu- it's a baby buffalo. I think that's... Yeah, no, like, that's, that's a calf. That's a calf. Bro, I got no, it. It's a yeah, the calf, the calf for a good, good supply. Dude. Bam. The calf is on my legs, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to episode 10 of the Benchmop Scrubs podcast. It's your boy, Obeyed. We'll be discussing the AFC and Patrick Mahomes, the bad man himself, and the Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. We all saw it coming, except, I guess, me, because I chose the Bills, because whatever. But nonetheless, uh, I guess I'll kind of do a quick recap of the game. We'll go over some interesting aspects of the game. And let me know your thoughts afterwards. But Sunday's 38-24 win over the Buffalo Bills marks the second consecutive AFC title for the Chiefs, third consecutive AFC championship appearance for the Chiefs. Uh, They're going to go and hopefully repeat as Super Bowl Bowl champions because I just can't stand Tom Brady winning anymore. And um, the Bills had a 9-0 lead, and they muffed that punt inside the 10-yard line. Josh Allen took bad sacks. Mahomes in the offense. Honestly, man, they're just too explosive. It's 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 not even it's crazy how good they are. You have Kelsey, you have Hill, virtually unguardable. You have Miko Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Byron Pringle, you know, Daryl Williams, Le'Veon Bell, who wasn't even there, by the way. And then that rookie Clyde Edwards Elaire. 
the French guy. He's he's not French, but his name is French. Um, I believe he's Haitian. Very cool. Oh, which makes sense, I guess. Which makes sense. So the Bills, you know, they almost had it a game. They they got a touchdown late in the game to make it twenty one thirty eight. And then they go for two instead of cutting it down to 16. Then they recover that ever rare onside kick. And they had all the timeouts, all the momentum, and they made a stupid coaching decision just like Matt LaFleur and the Packers. But honestly, the game wasn't even as close as it indicates, just like last year when they were down in every single playoff game, the Chiefs. They were down two possessions. And it seems like, honestly, they're toying with their opponents and they're like, Oh, the game started already. Oh, we're down. Let's score 40 straight points and blow them out. Um, And that's kind of how they do it. Um, But they had a big loss in this game and they're losing their number one overall pick. Eric Fisher, he tore his Achilles. So he's going to be out for the Super Bowl. And that is going to be huge, especially with that incredible defensive front that the Buccaneers have. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But guys, was anybody even surprised, except for me, with how explosive, how dominant, and how easy the Chiefs, the Chiefs make it look? The Chiefs, the Chiefs make it look. I wouldn't say I was surprised. It just it blows my mind how easy they make the game look. Like it, it it's one thing to dominate another team. Like I remember the 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 Patriots where they got Randy Moss and, and I I think that was the year Tom Brady threw 55 touchdowns. Even then, like, even though they were scoring a bunch of touchdowns, you could, you could tell the Patriots were working with the, with the chiefs. It's like they're playing Madden and they have it in the rookie setting and every player is open by five yards and everything's a walk in the park. And like, even in the beginning of the game, um, like when they, they, I forget who it was. I think it was Pringle or it, it was maybe Williams, that, the, the, the person that dropped the punt and the, the Bills got the ball. Pringle. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Um, it, even with that, the way they, they, Mahomes came by, pumped him up, and then they made a dedicated, focused effort on the next two drives to give him the ball and get him some confidence. Um, they, yes, you could say Pringle lays an egg. <laughs> God. So yeah, they did the right thing about getting <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to Pringles out for the Pringles uh, and Lays. sponsoring Yo. this segment of the podcast. <laughs> Yo, Pringles should have an endorsement deal from Pringles. Well, let's tweet them out. Let's let's make that connection right now. Yeah. It makes too much sense to not have that, right? I can't argue with you, man. Pay the man. That's all I gotta say. Pay the man. <laughs> But yeah, man, it was I, I was blown away with how easy they made it. And and to be honest, if I if I would have told you before the game that if I would have told you, stop it, Danny. <laughs> if I would have told you before the game that the Buffalo Bills would score the first nine points and the last nine points scored, I, I would have thought that they would have found a way to to ink it out and win a game. But it's just the Chiefs just they just keep scoring, you know, and, and that's what I took away from the game. Danielle, what do you think? Yeah, Chiefs, Bills, 24-38, you know, it turned out to be a blowout, as you guys have already mentioned. I wasn't really surprised. Uh, they didn't have impress- impressive wins against the Colts, nor the Ravens, in my opinion. 
And I felt like their offense was getting more credit than they deserved. And, you know, scoring 24 points against the Chiefs kind of showcased that. Bills came out with all the energy, 9-0. And then after that, you know, it was all Chiefs. Um, And I wasn't worried with the Chiefs, right? Usually in a playoff game, you go down 9-0, 10-0. You're like, oh, man, you know, they might lose this game. But with the Chiefs, they're known to come back, right? Remember last year when they were playing the Texans? They went down 24-0. They won by 20 points. It's ridiculous, right? Uh, Mahomes, what are you going to say about the guy, man? He came back from concussion and just killed it. The whole game, I was just praying, man. I was just praying that Mahomes doesn't get injured. That was my biggest thing, right? Every time he ran the ball, I was like, hey, please just slide. I don't want to get you hurt. Um, And Hardman, that was the guy that fumbled, um, you know, at the one-yard line. Um, And that's where, you know, they kind of initially struggled. But he looked sharp, Mahomes did. And he's just not fair, like, you know, Ibrahim and Obeid have mentioned. Like, he just makes it look so easy, man. And looking back, I'm like, how did other teams pass him up? You know, how well he's playing. Um, Tyreek Hill is another – he's just so fast. It's ridiculous, right? It's Yo, like he, – He was a fifth-round pick. Yeah, fifth-round pick. That's that's crazy if you think about it. So it's also, like, credit to the Chiefs organization and, the you know, Andy Reid for kind of utilizing their players to their – best potential um and for Tyreek Hill just get him the ball and just kind of move out because he's just gonna outrun you the Mm -hmm. one guy I want to give a lot of credit to and I feel like I don't give as much credit to is Andy Reid um I know guys he he really loves Andy Reid and I hadn't given him credit because he hadn't won a Super Bowl but he did last year and more I see him (laughs) and what he does you know I get impressed because like I said Hardman you know he kind of had a fumble uh, Bill's got a touchdown. And you know what Andy Reid does? How do you kind time? of have a fumble? Well, he had a fumble. My bad. He had a fumble. He kind of dropped the ball. It went the other way. Well, he had a fumble. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he had a fumble. And you know what Randy Reid does the next play is he throws him a two, three-yard pass, and then he gets him on the run for a 50-yard rush. Is, is Randy and he, Reed, is he evil Twitter who sponsors State Farm like Clickball? <laughs> I'm sorry, Danielle. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll Finish your thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Continue when you said Randy Reed. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Andy Reed. There we uh, go. Stephanie McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really say Randy? Well, I'm sorry, Andy. Uh, Andy Reed. Um, you know, that guy fumbles, and what he does is he kind of gets him on the move, gets him a 50 yard rush, and then he even gets him a touchdown. And I think that's what good coaches do, right? If your player is struggling, you kind of get them the ball and get their confidence back up. Uh, Bill's overall offense was very disappointing. No running game. The running backs got less than 40 yards combined. I believe the game was over at 38-15. They got some garbage points, in my opinion. Um, And, you know, at the end, it was getting chippy. And uh, obviously, the Bills were frustrated. The one thing I was surprised by Andy Reid, and I kind of wish he didn't do, was he left his stars on the field near the end of the game, especially with Mahomes, his injury and other players, you know, you saw like people were pushing around or, you know, you can't risk that. And I think that's where I wish Randy, Andy Reed, not Randy, Andy Reed. I don't know why. What's up with Randy today, but, uh, but, hey, yo, uh, Randy! <laughs> Randy. Uh, but I feel like that's one thing Andy Reed should have done is taken out his players because suppose someone does get hurt, you know, that's something that they wouldn't be able to come back from. So, Yusuf, yeah. what'd you think? Dude, so you guys uh, covered a lot of 
a lot of points there. Um, Patrick Mahomes is something else, man. He's in a class of his own. And I know in episode nine, Ibrahim dropped a really dope statistic, which is Tom Brady has a better chance going to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry has making a three-point shot. Well, what if I told you Patrick Mahomes has just as good of a shot going to the Super Bowl as he does completing a pass? This man starting three seasons, two of them going to the Super Bowl. That's wild. He's 25 years old. The sky's the limit. And I pray to God he stays healthy his entire career, right? Because he's something really special. And, you know, the one time they didn't even go to the Super Bowl, that game went to overtime, right? If people remember, it went into overtime against the New England Patriots. And the Patriots won. Patrick Mahomes never got the ball in overtime. Who knows what would have happened? Um, But that's neither here nor there. But it's just kind of a credit to Patrick Mahomes being able to get to the Super Bowl pretty much 67% of the time in his career so far when he starts the season. The second thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, they were down early, 9-0, to right? Like Daniel alluded to. I wasn't nervous. I don't think anybody was nervous. I don't even, I, I think even Bill's Mafia was like, this isn't enough. Like, pack it on, pack it on, pack it on, right? And you saw what exactly happened. The biggest takeaway for me in this game was, again, my, my playoff motto, which is playoffs are not to be, not to be played cautiously, right? The Bills settled for four field goals. You cannot beat the Kansas City Chiefs on field goals. You just can't do it. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is because the Bears do it all the time. But, you know, I can always insert the Bears in any podcast, any given moment. I won't do that here. Okay, Obey, God. I won't you, just that did. You. you just did. I, I did. I did. That's true. <laughs> but I, I specifically want to talk about, you know, uh, in the second quarter, uh, the Bills had gone 73 yards down and had 12 plays. And then there was a fourth and two. And they were losing 21 to nine at that time in the first half, you know, in a playoff situation, man, you go for it, right? Because you have to live or die against the Kansas city chiefs and they settled for a field goal. It would have been different if they were down 20 to nine and that field goal would have cut it to like a one possession game. But even with that field goal, they're still down by nine. So, and then the third uh, or, or I'm sorry, the second time was in the third quarter when they were down 24 to 12 and it was fourth and three and they were at the eight yard line and again uh they played conservatively and they kicked that field goal um so it's stuff that you just can't do against the kansas city chiefs and bruce arians and andy reed are two guys that in the playoffs take the risks when they're needed because they're confident in their guys right they put the pressure on the opposing team just look at the browns uh kansas city chiefs game right I mean, you're talking about Matt LaFleur settling for a field goal with Aaron Rodgers. Andy Reid went for it on fourth and one with Chad Henney, his backup quarterback. That's character right there, man. Like, that's what you need. That's a championship coach, in my opinion. I think the Bills played too cautiously, and to their detriment, um, you know, they ended up losing. The Chiefs have too much firepower. The other thing that I quickly wanted to point out, whenever I see Patrick Mahomes, if there's anyone who watches boxing – Floyd Mayweather, right? This guy is 50 and 0 in his career. Amazing. Uh, people might not like how he boxes. People love the way Patrick Mahomes plays. But the similarity between them is one time Floyd Mayweather was asked how he would want to be remembered. And he said, I made the extraordinary look ordinary. 
And if you look at any of his fights, that's what he does. And if you look at Patrick Mahomes, that's what he does. We're talking about the Bills and Josh Allen, who was a top five, top six quarterback in the league this year, who just looked ordinary, who looked mediocre, right? And yeah, that's a credit to the defense and, you know, just not being able to make plays. But ultimately, Patrick Mahomes just separates himself from every other person in the league. Uh, It's phenomenal what he's been able to do. Um, So my critique in this game was more so towards the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, it kind of sucks because it's like the AFC is going to be dominant next year, too. So you have to wonder, are the Bills even going to be back to the AFC championship, right? Um, With all the moving pieces and everything like that. But man, Kansas City Chiefs are wild and they're fun to watch. Yo, preach, man, preach. And, you know, one thing I do want to call out and, and state that I didn't touch on earlier was... There's one thing I hated about the game, but then I, uh, something else I loved about right after the game. So if you guys, I, I don't know if you watched the whole game or just kind of watched the highlights, but Stefan Diggs, for the majority of the game, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a non-factor. Like if you look at the, the final box score and look at the stats, you'll see he got like six receptions, 77 yards. So it looks like he made an impact, but a lot of that was in garbage time. But the one thing that I absolutely loved about the post game was Stefan Diggs actually was the one of the I think the, either the last or second to last yep. Bills player to come off the field, and he just watched the Chiefs get their get their um, and, um, trophy, the the AFC Championship trophy, the 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 shirts, everything, and he just he just watched it happen and. I, you know, the the way I saw him kind of walk off the field, his coach had to come back and get him. You know, I feel like, you know, he was unstoppable enough as it was this year. I would love to see what kind of fire this gives him next year. And I hope that this is a lesson for him because once he, like, there was a moment in the second half where it started to click for him where he was like, I need to get the ball. And he went and he got it. He got targeted 11 times. He only had six catches. I hope he takes this as a learning experience because if he was able to produce in the first half as well, they may have gotten a couple more touchdowns. They may have made this game a lot more interesting. Uh, but I just wanted to say that real quick. You know, uh, and a good point that you made about Stefan Diggs, that, that just shows you actually how we talk about and fawn over how great and seemingly unstoppable the offense is, but Credit to Steve Spagnolo and that defense. They did a good job, and Bills have a top five offense, and they did a really, really, really good job. And I'm actually really excited to see kind of that defensive chess match be, uh, between Spagnolo and Tom Brady, who, by the way, has beaten Tom Brady in two Super Bowls with his defense, yeah. and um, and uh, Todd Bowles and his pass rush and blitzing prowess against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is basically – almost unstoppable, but he is next level unstoppable when it comes down to uh, against the blitz. And it just kind of just shows you they, the chiefs, by the way, handled and dominated a 15 win team. Just wrap your mind around that for a second. That's not easy to get 15 wins in the NFL. And just like that. And I'm actually really, really excited to see as Yusuf was mentioning how the season full off season folds, because uh, of all the moving parts, quarterbacks, receivers, free agency, draft, everything. Because just like we had Brady and Manning, I don't think we've – this isn't the last time we're going to see Mahomes and Allen, in my opinion. I think this is – this could be potentially this, you know, the second 
iteration of a legendary rivalry that we see upcoming in between those two teams. And um, obviously we're all disappointed that this is the last of at least that we're going to see the Bills Mafia this season. Uh, but we're always shouting and rooting for the best uh, sports fans in the NFL. And that obviously is the Bills Mafia. And Chicago obviously, Bears, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And understand, you know, there was like Danielle was mentioning some, you know, chippiness and scrappiness. Most of the chippiness was from Pringle uh, toward the end of the game for the frustration. Again, this segment is brought, brought to you by Pringles. Get your hands on Pringles. <laughs> but, but it's understandable. This, these guys, I mean, a lot of them are new to this type of environment. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a phenomenal way to cap off the NFL season this is a matchup what's upcoming guys. And I don't want to go too much into it because we're going to have a separate podcast. And we want you guys to catch it next week. Uh, this upcoming matchup is one hall of fame legend in Brady versus a future hall of fame legend in Mahomes. And it's going to be one of the most talked about spectacles in, in Super Bowl history, in my opinion, obviously excited is seemingly an understatement. And um, if it not, if it weren't for an offsides penalty, we could be talking about a potentially a Chiefs three-peat. You know, um, will Mahomes get his revenge from two years ago when they never ha- when they weren't able to get the ball back? But it isn't just about Mahomes. It's not just about Brady. I know we get all worked up and talked about this, but it's about two very well-coached, very good teams, about veteran coaches, Bruce Arians, his first Super Bowl as a coach, and Andy Reid in his third. We can't wait for this matchup, guys. Do you guys have any closing thoughts um, before we catch you guys next week to give you a quick prelude to Super Bowl 55 and give us our thoughts about the matchups and our predictions? I do have one thing. It's a, it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's the thing I love about the NFL is small market teams have a chance. Yeah. And in the, the NBA, it's you know you, you get LA, you get the Boston Celtics, you got. You know, even the Miami Heat, to a certain degree, the big market, the flashy cities are the are usually the teams that win the titles. The thing I love about, you know, football and the NFL, the, the seemingly underdog team. So we're talking about Kansas City. We're talking about the Buffalo Bills. We're talking about Tampa Bay, you know, small, small, smaller cities. Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay, you know, representing and, and, and you know, playing on the, the highest level. And so, you know, I love this last weekend. I, I, I thought it was a lot of great games. And like Obeyed said, this Super Bowl is probably going to be the, the most hyped Super Bowl in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. As Obeyed already mentioned, you got Mahomes versus Brady. Uh, you got the current GOAT, which is Tom Brady. And if Mahomes stays healthy, in my opinion, a future girl that might be able to surpass Brady uh, with the championships and the Super Bowls, you know, if he continues, uh, which I feel like that's the thing with the Chiefs. I feel like they're forming a dynasty. And I think they're going to be, you know, good for a long time. The offense is just too good. One of the things I'm concerned about is their offensive line. They're going to have two of their starters possibly out. And that against the de- uh, defensive line of the Bucks is what's going to be concerning to me. But Mahomes is very agile and he's very some, he's kind of like a Rogers with within the pocket. He can kind of step out and kind of make those plays where you kind of blows your mind. 
so very excited to talk about that and kind of see how that goes. And, you know, the Bucks are playing at their home field, I guess, right? They're playing in uh, um, at home uh, in Florida. So we'll see what happens. Bucks have all the momentum going into the playoffs. And with Brady, you always have a good chance to win. A lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of history in this game, guys. That could could be unfolding. Go ahead, Yusuf. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, absolutely. And I think you know, there's a first, like Daniel said, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing in their home field, Tampa Bay, first time um, that's ever happened. Uh, their first home game in the postseason, right? And I think the biggest unfortunate thing, though, here is COVID. Man, I I, I really wish we saw this once in a lifetime Brady versus Mahomes with a sold out arena. Right. I, I think that's the one thing that uh, I'm going to miss. Um, Cause this is a super bowl that I think everybody is just going to be super hyped about. And I, I love making analogies. So to me, this super bowl reminds me of um, the rock versus Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Hey, I think Obaid knows what I'm talking about. Yes, you know, I do. Yes, I do. The legend of old versus the legend of new. Both carrying their own eras, right? And colliding on the biggest stage in all of sports entertainment. Uh, it should be a good one. I can't wait. I can't wait for next week's podcast where we can delve into the details of this. Um, like Danielle mentioned, you know, the offensive line for the chiefs, uh, what's going to happen. And, uh, Jason Pierre, Paul, man, shout out to this guy who lost a couple fingers, uh, from an unfortunate firework accident, but uh, has found like a new, you know, uh, career two sacks this past Sunday. He might be coming at Patrick Mahomes. We'll see what happens. You think he's going to play a hand in this game? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, also of, of note before we end uh there has been four play four teams well now five in nfl history to have gone to the super bowl um after winning three consecutive road playoff games the 85 patriots the 05 steelers who won the super bowl the 07 giants who won the super bowl and the 2010 Packers, who won the Super Bowl. So the trend is a pretty friendly trend, and it's all about momentum in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see which part of history the Buccaneers go against or go for. Uh, being the fourth team to win a Super Bowl by winning all the games on the road, but also having their only home playoff game in the Super Bowl, which has never happened before, as you guys have alluded to. So... Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We have all the chips, including Pringle, are on the table. All the hands are in the deck, including JPPs. So with a lot of stuff going on in the playoffs, and uh, we are very excited to give you that next week. And thank you once again for always tuning in to the Bench Mop Scrubs. We are beyond grateful and appreciative that you guys gave gave us a lis- lesson. Listen, lesson. Listen, listen. They, they've been giving us lessons too. Okay, yeah, Randy that, that's Reed. That's true. That's yeah, Ra- Randy Reed. Um, and uh, oh, dude, always- oh, dude, can I just say one thing? I think the yeah. one State Farm man, one game away from had, having a State Farm had, Super Bowl. We get Aaron Rodgers. Had, come on. I was actually hoping for like a State Farm versus like Progressive, like Baker Mayfield and. 
Oh, Dodgers. Dude, that'd but, be pretty you know, funny. Like insurance against insurance. But uh, and then, you know, big shout out to the Daniel NFL. is not impressed by what we were just talking He's about. He's not at all. Not, <laughs> not, at all. <laughs> not one bit. You know, shout out to <laughs> the NFL. And I'm never I don't think I'm ever gonna say this again, but shout out to Roger Goodell um for <laughs> uh for the NFL giving 7,500 tickets to healthcare workers who have been vaccinated fully or one part of uh, to, to attend the game for free. So that's going to be really nice. And honestly, it's going to be awesome to have the fans there. Absolutely. Um, I'm so excited. Obviously it won't be a full crowd, but we're just hoping everybody stays safe. Um, and thank you guys again for tuning in. You can always catch us on Instagram, Twitter, we are now officially on TikTok. We will be a basic group of teenagers making videos soon. <laughs> TikTok, then, that's T-I-C-K-T-O-C-K, according to Daniel. Yes, yes, Daniel. That's exactly what <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how it's spelled. Daniel, TikTok, you're yeah. showing your age. Stop it. <laughs> Daniel just came back uh, 30 miles from work. He walked. <laughs> yeah. Uphill both ways. Yeah, both oh, ways. Man. In the snow, you know. So that that's how he does. But um excited for next week yeah dude i'm I, pumped. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely we're gonna have a a lot to talk about a lot to dive into a lot of you know matchup and this is gonna be it's it's a great great matchup honestly on paper it's fantastic so i can't even you know i'm hoping that the real thing matches what we see on paper for sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean the playoffs haven't disappointed yet so there's no reason to believe the super bowl will either absolutely all right guys thank you again and catch you guys soon and take care and, and appreciate all the love and support. See ya. See ya. Yeah, I, th- hey, I thought uh, was Patrick Mahomes, the most electrifying. What what's the saying? Man of the, the rock. The rock most rock. electrifying man in sports oh, entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the rock? No, 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 no. Let's not the music. (laughs) Not the music. Okay. Let's put the actual. Let's put the The actual actual thing in there. Yeah. Right, right. So I'm going to try to edit this. Dang it. Obey took my joke. What? What was the joke? The the, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, and you ran with it, even though I was trying to also. But honestly, like you, bro. It's better. You made it sound better. I I wanted to say, you didn't get an opportunity. I wanted to say an Andy Reid joke, but. uh, A Randy Reid joke? Yes, like Randy. Randy, hey, Randy Eid Mubarak joke. Yeah. Do, do you do you think Randy Reed is friends with Cliff Paul? Their cousins. I, well, I, I thought was a legitimate person. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> Obey thought Chris Paul and Cliff Paul were real twins. I was like, bro, that's crazy. I never knew he had a twin. Everyone's like, dude, are you the dumbest person in the world? I'm dude, like, they really should do that though. Stay farm. If you're here, if you're listening to us. Randy Reed rejoins Patrick Mahomes on these. That would be hilarious. And, and they befriend Chris and Cliff Paul. But the thing is, Randy Reed can't have a mustache. Right. Because oh, no, Cliff, Cliff Paul that's has a deal a mustache. breaker. Andy, no, no, Andy but, Reed will never shave no, no, that. No, no, no. The funniest Cliff thing, Paul. we have, we have Aunt Randy Reed who's in shape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <But then> he, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
I don't know what's what's more likely to happen: the Chiefs winning or uh, Andy Reid uh, taking it easy train. on a buffet at the buffet. I think it's the buffet one. <laughs> oh God, that was dumb. What's a buffet? I don't know. A buffet and after. after. Oh, <laughs> it's the Buffalo Bills without without an L. Buffalo. When are we doing the next one? Are we doing it on a weekend though? Might be We're doing easier. it right now, Danielle. Yeah, <laughs> this is the next. Welcome to episode eleven of the Benchmarks <laughs> podcast. We have five minutes to discuss the Super Bowl. Go. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yo, I, I liked it. The Buffalo liked it. Bills were named after a popular uh, Western, Animal. no Western showman, Buffalo Bill Cody. So it's, 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 it's a, I don't even also, know. How the Buffalo is actually. The buffalo from the city name on their uh, uh, logo. It's not like a bill then. So the I bill no is like idea. a name, like the Lakers. Like what is so a Lakers? shouldn't it be like the Buffalo? Well, Williams? Like, the Bobcats, the Lakers- like the Bobcats, remember? Robert yeah. Katz. <laughs> and yeah. the Buffalo Williams. <laughs> oh, God. 